Hey, entrepreneurs, it's your podcast mogul, Phil Better here. I am excited for this episode, as as I know you are. Before we jump into this episode, I'm going to ask you, if you are also a podcaster and you're looking to grow your podcast or monetize your podcast, make sure you stay till the end of the episode. I have a special deal for you or a special offer, if you will. But ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself. Welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I am, of course, your host with the most, Phil Better, and I'm very, very excited to have our guest today, who is an elite coach. They help entrepreneurs, business owners, and all the kind take their business to the next level through their business. Jean Almar Consulting. Jean, thank you so much for being here. You're so welcome, Phil. Nice to be here as well. Um, I want to get down straight into it. Why did you decide to become an entrepreneur? What was the spark that blazed this passion of yours? Well, um, you know, it wasn't just passion. It was also necessity, to be really honest. So... I was newly single as a mom and I had a one-year-old and a four-year-old and we were in New York city and I had no job. And I thought I need to do something that's sustainable that I'm good at where I can take care of my kids and not have to go out and get a job. So I went through a bunch of stuff and I thought, no, what am I good at? I was good at that. I used to coach actors. I was a filmmaker and, um, before. And I thought, you know, I was actually always really pretty good at coaching people about their lives, even diet and stuff like that. I thought, I think, I think I'm going to be a life coach. So that's how I decided. <clears throat> I really loved it. I first started off as a life coach, but I, in a heartbeat, became a business coach because I was naturally very good at helping people make more money in their businesses. So it was the necessity of being newly singled, having to decide, hey, I need to take care of these two people who depend on me, specifically Mm -hmm. like a brand new infant. And so you started helping people just in life, get their life working together, but realize that you're kind of like, it's more passionate making that helping people make money. I was natural. The first few clients I had, all of them wanted help with their business and their life together. I thought, oh, and my first coach said, you're actually a business coach. She said, all of your clients from the beginning have been business people that, yeah, they want the life, but they actually want you to help make, you know, grow their businesses. And I didn't really know that much about business, but I was helping them do that from the get go. And she goes, you're just good at this. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm a business and life coach. She goes, yeah, you're a business life coach. She goes, but you're going to end up being a business coach because there's always life in it. And that's what happened. So then I just became a business coach. And then I'm also an executive. I was also an executive leadership coach. But now I am a business coach for coaches and consultants and some online service providers like, like podcasters and copywriters and digital marketing agencies. So but that's happened in the last three and a half years or so. So and pretty I, much COVID spurred that part of the business. Sorry? COVID spurred that part of the business moving more towards the digital entrepreneurs? Actually, no. I got online before COVID. Okay. I got online before COVID. And I'll tell you the story later about that. But I was already positioned online providentially 
a few months before COVID. And I'd already figured out what's called organic marketing online. And I was already getting clients saying, how do you do that without ads? So by the time COVID hit, I was positioned perfectly for more people to say, we need your help because we can't go out and network anymore. So I was already doing well. I don't know if COVID made me do better. I think it probably would have been about the same, but it definitely didn't hurt me. <laughs> it helped. If anything, it helped that more than hindered anything. Uh, because um, So how long have you been in this world of helping, uh, of coaching? I've been uh, in this world since two th- end of 2019. So oh. August 2019 is when I got my first sale online. And then COVID happened you know, a few months later, right? So I was already, you know, at 50K months when I, I, I went from nowhere to 15K after like seven weeks. I figured it out in, on the eighth week and I got 15K of clients in one week. And then the next month I was at 30K and then 40K and 50K. So when COVID hit, I was already at 50K months, more or less. Yeah. And then everybody's like, we need this. And everybody wanted to be coaching and nobody could go out. And I was, I still am a really good solution, but especially now I was like, they need to make money from, from online and not go out. So that was for me, um, you know, I'm not going to say COVID was great, but it didn't hurt. Let's put it that way. Cause I, I did help a lot of people make money from a, a new or established coaching or consulting business and some service providers as well. So I provide a real, I provided a real service and I was passionate about that, that I was doing my bit to at least stop some, you know, help some of the pain that was going on for people that had lost their jobs, couldn't make money. And they got online, I was showing them during COVID and some of my clients had their best months ever in that first month of COVID. Because I teach mindset as well that, you know, the whole world didn't lose money in three weeks, you know? No, I I love that. And I think COVID was a great shift of reality for a lot of people realizing that they didn't need to be centrally located, like their customers and their businesses didn't have to rely on being in a physical location because that now that we have access to the internet, you have access to the population of the world and you can help a lot more people. I want to kind of focus more and I, I, this conversation maybe on people who are just starting that entrepreneurial journey that are maybe scared to put their foot into that world because they they're scared of like the challenges because being an entrepreneur is obviously a challenging mm-hmm. because you're living more than paycheck to paycheck you're living client mm-hmm. to client mm-hmm. um how would you help someone get through that like what would be the process if they come to you fresh off the uh, the hurts of losing their job right right well first of all i think having a job is harder than being an entrepreneur to go to a job every day that most people don't like their job Mm-hmm. Every day, the relentlessness in that, getting up, getting the kids to school if they have kids, getting out there, driving, getting dressed. To me, that is way harder than being an entrepreneur. Way harder. Way. And yes, of course, there's stress everywhere. But you might say, oh, but you know, you have a guaranteed paycheck. At what cost is the paycheck? So that's my first thing. Um, second thing is, what, what would I say? I'd say several things. because I've seen, I've spoken to thousands of people thousands of people that are coaches and people that want to be coaches and there's certain patterns. Okay. Most of the pattern. Okay. There's people that, yes, I'm in, I just want to do this. I believe in myself or I'm going to, you know, believe enough to coach with you and you're going to help us because you have mindset and all sorts of stuff. But then we, I always find there, there's so many people and I speak to a lot. They, they say they want something. 
but they're not prepared to do what it takes to get that thing. It's just human nature. It's like children, you know, I want that, but I don't want to do that and do my chores to get that extra whatever, right? So there just has to be a point where people, like, they have to take, they have to take responsibility for their lives. That's the best word. And I'm not judging. I'm saying we all need to do this. We need to take responsibility. I want that. Now, if you're a runner and you want to get to the Olympics, nobody would say, oh, I want to get to the Olympics, but I don't want to practice every day. We know you have to practice every day. We know that. I want to be, you know, I want to get to Carnegie Hall. How do you do that? You practice, right? If you're a violinist or a singer or you want to get to the Met Opera, you got to practice. We know that. No opera singer says, I want to sing at the Met. But yeah, I don't want to practice and I don't want to get a singing coach. I don't want to learn music. So there's something about entrepreneurship where somewhere, and I don't get this, and I'm trying to understand it. Why is it that the one thing that people think should just be a magic wand is business? How did that happen? That everywhere else, every single, everything, sports, music, jobs, you know, you got to work hard to get that promotion, right? So somehow something's broken that people think that everything else takes work, but I'm going to be that magic wand person that's just going to have people flocking. Oh, and I don't want to invest myself either. Okay, so I would say people need to get real. They really need to take a good look at, and this is, they can do what they want, but it, there's no escaping numbers. On a sheet of paper, what do I want? What do I need to get that? Okay, and it's not sit around, not investing, not getting help. And I see this all the time. And, you know, people tell me every day, I started this coaching business or I want to start and I'm just waiting. And, and I have you invested in a coach? No, but the coach is going to give you the way forward. Oh, I just can't afford the coach. I'm just, I have three more months and then I have to get a job. So it's almost like people driving and there's a cliff ahead. And they know the cliff is ahead. But they keep driving until they're at the cliff. And then it's like, well, that didn't work. So I'm going to go get a job. So it's just sort of like an emotional intelligence thing. You know, like, so, so my advice is get clear. My advice is not go get a coach yet. My advice is get clear. Do you want to be a successful entrepreneur coach? The answer is yes. Okay. If it's really yes, get really clear on a scale of one to 10. How much do I want to be that coach? Keep asking yourself, do I really want this? People are like, yes, I want it. Okay, how much money do you want to make? I want to make a million dollars. Now, I've heard this. I want to make a million dollars. I'm like, great. On a scale of one to 10, how much do you want to make that million? Oh, five. <laughs> That's neutral. <laughs> That's neutral. So you want to be not neutral. If you're neutral, it's, I'll take it. And this woman actually said to me, yeah, if it happened, I would take it. And I said, oh, I said, a million dollars is not going to happen by accident. That is a lot of work and investment and training and coaching. And it's just not. But there's something going on where people think that the people making the money, it just is falling on our heads. And I talk about that. It's not just falling on my head. So my advice is get clear. Now, if the answer is I want to make, you know, 10K plus months as a coach, folks, you are going to need a coach to get you there. You will need a coach. And if you think you're going to get away with it and not have a coach and get there, your chances are so low, you're wasting your time. 
and your precious energy on saying you want something, but not taking the steps to get it. Sort of like that person that wants to run in the Olympics, but won't practice. So that's my advice. Get clear and invest. Boom. All right. The episode's done. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. <laughs> no, uh, I, no, that is like, that, that advice is very, I can speak from my experience, not having a coach, trying this on my own, not knowing the steps that I need to take versus when I did hire my coach, did start getting more and more investing in myself. I did do the investing by reading the books and thinking I could do it by myself by reading all these books that entrepreneurs that I got were able to interview. But having someone actually sit down and be like, okay, no, this won't work. Let's get more simplified. Let's get it more clear cut so that you're not overwhelming yourself with, oh my God, I can't do it whenever you have a, a problem, but having a straight line of, of understanding because they, they clear the path a bit for you. They, they cut up the leaves when you're walking through that jungle of entrepreneurship because the first couple steps there, it's, it is a jungle. It's not the first couple of steps. It's the whole way. I have coaches all the time. My coaches just get more and more expensive and more specialized. Okay, so I have two coaches at the moment and a mentor. So one's doing one, one's doing another, another's doing another. One's mindset, the other one's a special business strategy yeah. that I'm doing. And then the other one is general mentorship for leadership and impact. So if you think you're going to get away with it, well, every single every single entrepreneur that I know has a coach. And all of us have said we spent a lot of money on coaches. However, we've made more than we've spent. So this frugality, this cheapness in investing in oneself, is just shooting yourselves in the foot. It's not about clearing a few leaves. It's about, okay, somebody comes in to work with me. I've been doing this a long time now, okay? Mm -hmm. I, I said this to a woman today because she, she had this conundrum. I said, well, and she goes, you're right. I get it. I said, you are on the baseball field and all you can see is home plate. You're right there. That's all you can see right now. It's all you know, what's right in front of you. And you're, you're there batting, and all you can see is home plate. I said, wouldn't it be better to work with somebody that has a bird's eye view of the whole stadium and what's going to go on there? And she went, ah, I get it. So that, that's how I explained it, that the more you learn, the bigger the bird's eye view, and you're seeing now, oh, okay, there's home plate. There's somebody on first. There's somebody on second. There's somebody on third. There's somebody out in the outfield. You know, all of that. How can you play baseball if you can't see the whole field? You can't. I've, first of all, I've never heard it explained like that. And I think that I'm, I'm, love, I'm going to cut that part and just keep and put it out to social media because it's so true. When you're working with a coach, they allow you to see the next level. They can help you grow to the next point. Like you said, you're still investing in coaches because you still have a lot more to be at the level you want to be. You're always looking to be a better version of yourself, always chasing that person that's just out of reach mm -hmm. of your ideal persona. And like becoming a million dollar coach is different than being a $10,000 coach because a million dollar coach has a lot more robustness in their, in their skill set to help someone reach that level. So right. thank you so much. Welcome. Now, the thing is, if somebody wants, this is the way I see it. It's the same thing. If you want something, find somebody that's already done that because they've, they've done the steps. They don't have to think and think, yeah, I don't know. It's like, well, yeah, I did this. So that'll, you know, probably work for you. And so then you want to get to the next level. So then you find somebody of a higher level. And, you know, of course, I know that I'm, there are people that are making $20 million a year. Well, those are the coaches that I need to go to next, right? So, so if you want something, 
That's the saying. If you want something, find somebody who's already done that and pay them. How'd you do that? Right? Yeah, it's it's very simple. I, I love how you are transitioning from helping individuals now helping coaches reach mm-hmm. the level that you had so that they can impact more lives and consultants, of course, so that they can impact more lives and create a better world for everybody uh, in e- equality, a more equality world because everyone's making the money that they're happy with. Exactly. And this is the thing. I love my job because I'm not just making money. Every time I coach somebody, and they go get clients and they're coaching those clients. The amount of compounded good that I am creating makes me feel amazing because it's not just, Hey, I'm selling a product and I'm getting that. It's not, it's, I never wanted just merely to make money. Money's great. I, I'm not knocking people that to sell a product because you could be selling, you know, that shirt you're making, right. That you're wearing. Okay. <laughs> and, and people love that shirt. That's great. Okay. However, my mission is that if I'm making money, I'm also creating a, a ripple effect of compounded good and impact, which is happening. Every time we get a client, we know that that client is helping someone else with weight loss, executive coaching, leadership, making money, relationships, happiness, depression, whatever they're coaching on, parenting. So I know that I'm helping them not only get the money, that means they're helping somebody. And before, they were not helping anybody and they weren't making money. So it's a twofold effect. It's a twofold effect. And I know both are happening. I love my life. I just, I love my life because I have zero doubts about the, 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 the worthiness of my job because it's not just about making money. Oh, I, 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 I want to kind of like just pinpoint that like the making money. Yes. When you're not having any money is very important because mm-hmm. it helps you get to the point where it's like, oh, money isn't the answer. Money, money, yes, can help you do a lot of things, but if it's only dr- your driving force, you'll end up just being empty. But you, with what you're saying, helping people make more money so that they can help other people make more money, and it's the ripple effect. If I'm helping someone make money, money's obviously going to come to me, but that person's life has changed. That mm-hmm. person, I'm helping them change lives, and I, oh, I, 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 I'm so thankful that you said that, and it uh, from someone who just is so successful like yourself, it shows that yes, money can't be the only driving factor. You have to look at what else are you doing. And I think that message is so important for the, the world to hear because I think we've been focused on the money too often. Right. And the thing is that it's not just, I don't just coach coaches who coach business coaches. I'm coaching all sorts of coaches. And as I said, it's somebody that's, that's lost in their, the job and, and, and they're, you know, we have coaches that are doing, you know, very intense life coaching. People have saved lives coaching these people. So it's, it's not just about the money. Now money is important. Mm-hmm. The other thing, you know, saying, Oh, money's not important. I'm not saying that money is important. We all need money. Money's good. The thing about money being bad. No greed is bad. Money is great. Money buys food. Money pays for our kids. Money pays for our homes, entertainment, life insurance, presents, vacations, everything. What could be bad about that? So there's this, this also this weird money story going around that, oh no, I only want to be like Gandhi. Well, no, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just glad that I'm making money and also have all that other impact going on. So I just feel great about it. Now I will <laughs> say something you said is important. After a while, there has to be more than just the money making. You're absolutely right. And this is the thing. After the first million, If it's just about the money, you will not sustain. You can't, it will be very hard 
after the first million, because it's exciting, I made a million dollars. After that point, if there's not something more than just the money, it's going to be hard to build your business because most people, it's not meaningful enough. No, it's... I'm not, I'm just going to shush because that, that is so true. It, it, I, and like, I realize that now I'm not at a million dollars anywhere close to that, but I realized that through my struggles to get monetized for my business and that I realized that the money isn't the, the main thing. Luckily I get to talk with entrepreneurs mm-hmm. uh, nearly, if you look at it daily, but in a very concrete period of time on my Wednesdays and Thursdays, that's all I do is I talk with entrepreneurs like yourself and I get to learn and I learn really quickly instead of getting to that point and having that emptiness when I hit that million dollars, I've learned from talking with entrepreneurs like yourself that having that extra bit, like, yes, the money drop, my money is important in our society. Unfortunately, money is important, but it's a tool. It's not the end all be all. It's a tool to get to where you want to be and get help you get to the happy point where you're not struggling anymore for mm-hmm. food. You're not struggling for rent. You're not struggling for any kind of entertainment. Now you have that money. Now you need to know, okay, I have that. My basic needs are filled. How, what, what else can I do now? What's that passion that can keep me going so I can hit that multi-million dollar figure and have a help impact more people. Right. Well, money is not just like, okay, it's great. Mm-hmm. And no, nobody says this. Money is great. The more money you have, isn't it great if you have money and you can donate to your church or, or help people in need? Mm-hmm. Or you, know, you have a spe- maybe a specific type of people that you want to help or children, you know, foster children. Or I mean, how could that be bad? How could people even knock money? Really? Like the yeah. more you have, the better. The more you have, the more people you can say, well, you know, I'm just going to write a check for that person or so it goes beyond i want a ton of money i want so much because then i'm just free i don't need that much for my life obviously how much money can i actually spend myself right <laughs> yes right? How much money you know you could go on like a, a you know a world tour and spend a lot but after a while you'd be bored just like traveling around you know of course mm-hmm. to do that for a month or two but i'm saying People only really use a certain amount of money. Uh, Maybe they're big, 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 big spenders, but still they can't use a billion dollars a month, you know? So I will go further. People need to get past this money story. Money is beautiful. The more you have, the better. So stop feeling ashamed that you want to make money because the more shame is to not admit that money is important in this life and it's not unfortunate. It's, It's fortunate we have a tool like money that the more we get of it, the more good we can do. That's a beautiful thing. That's why I'm going further with this. It's not okay. It is a beautiful thing. And the more, and I didn't used to think that way. That's why I keep saying the the M word, money. (laughs) People can't stand when you say cash or money. They're like shy away because they have money story. So people need to get clear. Yes, money is amazing. Money grubbing is not amazing, but money is amazing, especially when you're doing something amazing with it, like selling a great product or great service, or helping a bunch of people through you, you know, like I'm helping people, and then they're helping people, as I said, it's compounded ripple effect, it's amazing, okay, so, Phil, we got to talk, why aren't you at a million yet, we have to talk later, <laughs> we'll talk right after, I'm, I, I promise you, uh, we're, I, I'll tell you everything afterwards. I don't want to spoil too much for my audience, but because uh, this is more about you than me, um, even though I feel like I'm getting free coaching every time I'm on a podcast with one of my amazing guests. Um, in your journey so far, in in everything you've done, I would love to hear about how you helped one of your coaches 
uh, hit a goal that they had, I, or either overcome an obstacle that they were their money obstacle or a business obstacle that they were able to achieve and just feel like they're on top of the world? Do you have maybe a story that just sticks comes to mind when I talk about that? There's so many. Like most people that come into work, literally, most people, everyone that comes in has some, we, you know, we have, a, we have a whole team. We have a mindset coach who's a healer. We have all sorts of help in my program. So it's almost everybody. Because when I speak to somebody, I do most of my sales calls still, like almost all of them, almost all of them, because I really want to see what's going on. And they're like, I can't believe you're on this, this call with me. I had to take a sales person because we have too many great, great problem to have. Right. But <laughs> I want to figure out like, how can we help you? So what I say is what's your desire? Not what we desire. What do you want? And they're like, wow, nobody, people cry. Like nobody ever asked me what I want. What do you want? Okay. This is what I want. Okay. And then there's all the issues, the mindset, the money story. I can't do it. We get through all that. So it's really been miraculous for a lot of my clients, but I'll give you one example. One client came in and she had been wanting to be a coach for four years. She found me online. She did a deep dive on all my materials, reached out and left me a voice message in Facebook Messenger. I listened. She's like, oh, Jean, I just love you. I, I love everything you're doing. And I've wanted to be a coach for four years. And But this and but that. I said, let's talk. We get on the call. She goes, oh, I'm doing this. She goes, I have no credit. She goes, I'm going to find a credit card. Within one hour, she had manifested a credit card and was in. She said, this, this is it. I got goosebumps. This woman, I helped her create her offer, the niche, package, everything. She got to 11K in the first week of working with us. 11K. Then she kept going and we even had to tweak things. I mean, she changed her offer and, you know, we did all that as well. You know, some settling, even with all that, she finished off the 12 week program with 30 K and there were other benefits. She lost 13 pounds in the 12 weeks because she was so happy. And she said, I didn't think that you were going to be also a health coach for me. <laughs> and that's, that's the beauty of it. It's not like you're doing one thing and somebody's life improves and it's a ripple effect in their life because then she felt happy she said i'm just a happier and healthier me she goes i just felt so compelled and i'm really into health and she goes i saw your leadership on certain things you just threw in about health like you know you work out every day or you take a walk and she goes i'm going to start modeling that and then her mother thanked me her mother said please thank jean i've never seen such a transformation so i think that's pretty darn good that somebody's whole life changed in 12 weeks and she paid off all her student loans after one week of working with us. That that is a if that's not a success story, I don't know what is losing weight, making 30k at the end of that 12 weeks plus being able to pay off student debt which we all know uh, is huge uh, and a, a huge burden off of anybody's uh, life if they went to school for their degrees. So that is a, a hell of a, a memory to have. Um, Jean, we're coming to the end, and I, like I don't want you to leave because I'm getting so much wisdom. I'm like I'm enjoy I'm going to definitely enjoy listening back to this episode and just picking everything out and sharing with my audience. But we do need to get to the spark question of the show, which I think you will have an amazing answer because just just the vitality that you bring. Has a stranger ever made an impact on your life and how? Yes. 
when my old youngest child was about one, we all went to this uh, resort in, um, I think it was in Pennsylvania. Yes, it was. Okay. I can't remember the name of it. And we went there and we were there. It was actually, we, we arrived on my birthday, which is April 12th of that year. Okay. And we, we hadn't had a break and we had the four-year-old and the one-year-old. Anyway, we, we turned up and everybody was just going home from spring break. That's right. And so we arrived on the day that everybody was leaving. And then there were just a bunch of, uh, you know, retired people. Cause then they had the bunch of people. So we, there was us and a bunch of retired people which was fine with me because with the young kids it's much more tame. And there were not a bunch of crazy, you know, spring breakers, but anyway, yeah. we're sitting there in the shuttles going from it's amazing, like resort. Okay. With all these activities and on a lake, it was really lovely. And we're in the shuttle and I'm holding the baby and my four-year and, and, and my ex was there. And this old man walks on and he comes on and he sits down. And I hear him say to his wife, oh, if I had known I was going to last this long, I would have taken better care of myself. I never forgot that because he, because he wasn't well and he's probably on meds and everything. And he literally said to her very honestly between them and I heard them. Oh, honey, if I'd known I was going to last this long, I would have taken better care of myself. He never dreamt he was going to live that long because, you know, the drugs and everything, they are living long. People are living longer. <laughs> that was just burned into my brain. It's, it's it, now that you said it, I'm thinking, I'm like, I, 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 my goal is to live to a hundred because like in my lifetime, that's what a lot of people are going and I want to. And I, I'm thinking, I'm like, I need to start taking care. If I want to go to a hundred, I'm going to be brick and bones by the time. So I need to take care of my body right now so I can last and have that energy. And I never, I never thought like, cause I'm so in the moment here. Oh my God. That's burning in my mind. It's not about the age. It wasn't when I got from that. It was if I had known that I was still going to be around because I'm not, I'm hurting. He's basically saying, I don't feel good. Mm -hmm. So for me, I don't really, I, I don't really care if I live to a hundred or not. I've never cared. Actually. I want to feel good while I'm here. That's all we could, we could all go tomorrow. I know that. It's true. You know, I live every day as if it could be my last. In fact, I'm going to say something that most people don't know about me. An added bonus. I count every single day that I have left if all goes well, you can go on those life insurance charts and look at your age and your gender. Mm -hmm. Every day I look, I have 12,000 something, something days left. Okay. That's, that's probably not going to be 16 or 20,000. It's going to be somewhere around there if all goes well and I don't have an accident. And people think this is morbid. I don't. I think it's reality that I am now conscious of every day that's passing to not waste a day because it's only 12,000 odd. That's the point. I want these last 12,000 or so days to be good days and I feel good. And that guy, when I heard that, I thought, whoa, he's right. I already took pretty good care of myself, but it pushed it to a new level. Wow. I'm very much looking forward to re-listening to this episode because that that is heavy. Mm. Wow. I, and I don't find it morbid because uh, I seen the uh, as as an adult person looking at my parents, I know that like when I lived with them, I spent a lot of time. And now as an adult, there's less and less time I get to spend with them 
because I'm on my own doing my things. So, and I'm conscious of that. I just never put it inside of myself that I have a limited number of days left because it's so far off. Cause it's like, Oh yeah, I'll live to 80 or I'll live to a hundred and not realize that. Oh my God. Thank you. Um, Um, Also, you might want to punch in their punch in their ages and see how many days you think your parents have left. You might end up spending more days with them. I'm going to definitely, definitely try that uh, because that's that's a goal. I just want to be around my family and have fun and just enjoy life with my family because those are where the memories are made. Um, Gene, I'm going to jump off the screen here because we are getting to the end of the episode. I want you to let my audience know where they can connect with you if they want to work with you and take their life to the next level. The floor is yours. Sure. So um, I, I'm actually going to give you a link here. So if you go to my website, it's it's jeanomlore.com and Phil will be putting it in there. Also, I'm just type it. Also, um, jeanomlore on Instagram, jeanomlore on Facebook, jeanomlore on LinkedIn. It's all just jeanomlore and you can find a lot of my content and follow me and get on a call with me. Thanks so much. Give me one second. Sorry. Uh, Jean, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was a pleasure talking with you. Uh, yeah, there we go. Um, I I can't thank you enough for sharing the wisdom that you did. I definitely will have the notes down in the, uh, the, the link in the show notes down below. Great. This has been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And I hope that your audience got something valuable out of this. I can, I can promise you I got value out of this. I know my audience uh, will because there's so much gems inside. I I can't even start naming them because uh, I'm just still dumbfounded, not dumbfounded, but just amazed by the how you look at how many days you have left and that's how you live each day to the fullest because that is that's extraordinary um to my audience thank you very much for listening thank you Jean for being here and blowing my mind uh again uh, another guest blowing my mind this is this has been an amazing day for me uh with interviews and John you just topped it off so my audience remember check the show notes for all of that and again remember to always invest in yourself Hey, digital entrepreneurs, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Now, if you're looking to take your podcast to the next level, like most of these entrepreneurs have taken their business to the next level to scale it, if you will, make sure you check out my brand new newsletter. Links are down below. It is called the Monetization Mogul Syndicate Newsletter, or it could be Feel Better stories of monetization moguls or making moguls is what i do so make sure you go ahead and check that out but i want to thank you very much for listening and as always remember to invest